want to welcome everyone to uh, Getting to the Truth in This Heart. I'm Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's Robcast and MTR Podcast. And today, the, the art du jour, the, the soup of the day, boom, we got my man uh, Melvin Penn here yeah. from... The super of the day, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, local yeah. noted comedian. Yeah, uh, man about town, I suppose. I maybe I don't know. I mean, I just I, I just don't see keep here. up with tabs on that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, all right, shit. <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> Happy to be here. Not here for a long time. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, I want to thank you for pulling up, coming through, um, checking us out, and um, we connected through mutual friend. Right, and I was just like, all right. Cool, cool, cool. How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna set this up? Because I think when you first like reached out, and I think we were like chatting initially, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing for this show. Right. I was like, I yeah. might do five episodes, and I was like, you know how you come off of maybe a bad situation, like it might be a bad set, you might right. bomb. You're like, mm, I'm not gonna continue doing this. Don't yeah, want to continue. No, doing- yeah, I feel that. So I was coming off like a shit podcast, and I was like, this one will never see the light of day. I'll <laughs> bury that one deep down. I was like, mm-hmm. nah, don't even talk about it. All right. So let's let's talk about you a little bit um, to, to start off. Let's give the, not the elevator pitch, but like, let's get the synopsis. Like, what's your what's your background? What's your your situation? What's your art, as it were? To sound as pretentious as possible. <laughs> you can see the turtleneck forming. <laughs> Yeah, so like pretty much a couple years ago, I think I was around like 18, and I was like, I just was like working in a restaurant. I've been in, the, I was in the restaurant industry for like seven years, and I started at like 18, mm-hmm. dropped out of college, was doing that, was really good with people, making people laugh, and I was like, should I do comedy? Right? <laughs> and literally, I think I surveyed like 30 people. Okay, yeah. And I asked like 30 different friends, and I was like, should I try comedy? And they were like, yeah, dude, do it. You're funny. Like, Spin it, man. Yeah, do it. Do it. You should try it out. I'll come see it. And so I was making all these people laugh and was just trying in like regular everyday conversation to like not push like making people laugh on yeah. people, but just like casually talking without thinking about it and seeing how they would react. And then like people were just were like laughing, and I was like, maybe I could do this on a stage on a larger scale. Yeah. Right? So I set out to do that. And then put, like, goals in front of myself. And I was like, if I can do this, I can do that, then I totally am ready to get on stage. Totally. And I was, like, crushing all these goals, but the one thing that I had to do was make my dad laugh at, like, a, something that I came up with. And I don't really tell jokes to tell stories. Yeah. And, like, I'm not, you know, he doesn't really have the attention span to sit there and listen to a whole fucking story. So I, like, <laughs> was, like, working and just, like, having normal conversations. Yeah. And our conversations don't, like, typically, like... Like, if I don't have, like, the car facts, you know what I mean? He's just like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I need, like, I need, I need resources. Detail. Yeah, I need details. I, like, so, like, one day I, like, said something stupid, made him laugh, and I was like, this is it. This is the moment. <laughs> if, <laughs> if a tree right falls here. in the woods. Yeah, I was, just, like, I was like, I'm ready. And, like, just started doing a bunch of stuff. I did, like, the Magoobies Joke House um, competition a yeah. times, came in second place, ended up winning one year. Um, did some stuff at, like, High Tops and just, like, going around locally, like, doing open mics, meeting people, like, started a show and mm-hmm. joined a comedy group that I helped, like, start and stuff. So, really been Good doing shit. that for the last, like, I guess, like, five or six years. Good shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, you, you, you seem to be a bit of a bit of a nerd, a bit mm-hmm. of a blur. Yeah, black nerd for sure. Same same universe, same universe. Uh, I, I, had, I had a weird... I had a weird situation, I want to say, at BlurCon maybe last year. You're watching, like, the black comedians. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we in this motherfucker, motherfuckers. And I was yeah. like, 
Yo, there's one big suit and fedora away from being comic to you. 95, my G. <laughs> but what, yeah. what would you say, how, how do you define yourself? It's almost like, yo, I mean, not everyone does it, but how would you class yourself? It's almost like, what kind of comedian yeah. are you? I feel that I, for the longest time, I was trying to figure out like my voice. Like I was slowly getting everything down to the point where like I knew what I was going to do with the mic when I got on stage. I knew how I was going to introduce. I knew how I was going to close out. Yeah. And then recently, like I actually joined a like comedy group, and like all the shit that they were complaining about other comedians doing, I like noticed that I was like doing all oh, those things. shit. And then like had to go back to the drawing board. And like currently, I'm in that like phase of like retrying to figure out what it is that like. I want to do on stage. Totally. So I've currently been in that, but I know for a fact that like when I get on stage, I'm telling stories like about my life. I don't really tell jokes where there's like a introduce like introduction punchline, yeah, or introduction you know joke and then like punchline and then boom laughter move on to the next joke and transition into whatever you're gonna talk about next. Yeah. I just talk about what has gone on in my life and how it's either awkward or fucked up. <laughs> and that's like typically I'm just like a storyteller pretty much. So as a comedian, like. What what do you find funny? Like so like <clears throat> people tell me all the time that like when I like when they watch me at comedy shows, watching other people because <laughs> people do that. They like watch me to see my reaction to what other people are saying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like sitting like apparently they were like, You're just unfazed and I was like <laughs> I was like, I don't even but like huh? they didn't say anything funny yet. I got and most of it's like open mics, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of times the people are genuinely like you know, good at the craft, like I'll laugh at shit, but like I'm, I hate like cringe humor. Like I hate that. Oh. Like the office, like that stuff just makes me feel uncomfortable. It's just like why, like, yes, I hate, I hate the office. Oh. Like, Interview's like, over. Bye. Yeah, like, it's been real. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, um, but the stuff I do like is like, it's like really hard to explain. It's just like, I don't know, like that old school like slapstick shit. Okay, yeah, for real. Like honestly, really gets me going. Like if you ever look at any like cartoon, like what I've been watching recently a lot is a lot of um, Amazing World of Gumball. Okay, I like that show. I've yeah. been watching that a lot lately. Yeah, and like Always Sunny, and like there's not too many cringe cringe stuff in Always Sunny. It's yeah. just straight up ignorant, and I like that too. Like I enjoy just straight up in your face ignorant. You know what you're signing up for. Like you're not gonna watch this if you're yeah. easily offended. Like, I mean, I I really like Rob, that the creator on there, one of the creators or have yeah. you, and it's like seeing his story initially, and then how they kind of started off and moved ahead. I was like, okay, I see what I'm doing. I see there are yeah. some parallels there, and in running that thing, and I think in attempting to be funny, uh, and it's not one of those bits where it's like, yeah, man, you know, a good joke right here. You should mm. talk about this. Right. Yeah. Fuck out of here. But <laughs> I think generally, like. You know, I'll have some shit that I'll say, and I realize like people, the, the, the people find the funnier things that I say are usually mean as fucking shit, as right. mean as shit. Yeah. And it's just like, huh? So this is what we're doing, right, dude? Like some of, some of the funniest moments I guess people have seen me in are who's who's the guy that does Kirby Enthusiasm? That would be uh, Larry David. Right, Larry yeah. David. Someone compared me to him, and I was like, that guy's a fucking legend, bro. I was like, I'm nowhere near that level of, like, comedy. And, and comedians like, hate that shit, too. Yeah, he, he was like, no, bro. Like, okay, so this was the situation that happened. And I had only seen a couple episodes of that. Yeah, but when the situation was happening, all I could do was, like, look down and be embarrassed because I was like, you're <laughs> right. I am just, like, making a big deal out of absolutely nothing. Because that's just, like, his, like, that's, that's what he lame. does. Right? He just makes a big deal out of absolutely nothing. And we were, like, in the liquor store. Yeah. And, like... 
instead of putting my full signature on the thing, <laughs> I just put a squiggly line and I hand it back to you. As one How does. How are you supposed to know that it's not my signature, right? So I uh, <laughs> got the alcohol, put a squiggly line, gave it back, and he goes, no, he gives me the receipt back. I'm like, won't give my card back. And it's like, no, I need you to put your full signature. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? How do you know my signature? What sig- do you mean? <laughs> How do you know my signature isn't yeah, like a so sperm like, wave and literally shit? Literally like a three minute back and forth. I was like, no, like, give me my, he was like, no, like, signature. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I had to like write my whole signature. And my friend's looking at me and he's like, dude, really? Like, you really wasted three minutes of our time for it? I was like, but like, it's the principle. And he's like, you are Larry David. Like, okay, that's I like, fair. I was like, all right, shit, dude. Okay, we, yeah, we can hang out because that's <laughs> yeah. similar, similar things. Yeah, like, I was just like, but like, it's the principle. Like, and so, mo- mo- most important question about that whole situation what were you buying a drink? I don't even know. The uh, time. Shit. I can tell you what I drink now currently, Spend and like it. I'm not afraid to like say it, but I've, I have this huge thing for twisted tea. That's fair. Love it. I love, mean, I- love tea and like, you know what I mean. Mm. Love some sweet tea. You can never cop to liking tea. You don't like tea? Nah. Dang. So not like tea. I like tea. Oh, I, I was like gonna tea. say, I was like, every time a black person tell me they don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm Dominican from one too. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see, let's see. Actually, I should probably read off the fucking questions I wrote. I, yeah, no I didn't do any work today. I just wrote questions. There you go. Because you know, multitasking. Uh, da, 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 da. So when coming up with new material, how what does that process look like? What's involved in that process? So that's currently when I'm at, I'm at like a wall with like my material. When I first started, I like never came up with like a full blown set that I was gonna keep doing because I yeah. felt weird constantly talking about the same shit I felt like it just wasn't genuine because I feel like the funniest shit I come up with just like pops off Yeah. and then I would have to like culminate and like practice it but then like after doing it so many times on stage I felt like it got stale so it was just like constantly coming up with different shit to talk about until like last year I came up with a full blown set that I like followed with and it was like killing and then towards the end of the year I just kind of lost interest in the shit that I was talking about and most of the stuff that I was talking about dealt with the time period that I wrote about it. So it kind of wasn't relevant anymore. Yeah. And like now I've just been like kind of trying to think about what the hell I'm going to talk about on stage. <laughs> and like, <clears throat> like went to New York to do comedy and we had, like, there were like agents there and like they gave us all this like really good feedback and they were just like, yeah, like your comedy, like your stage presence are like really good. Yeah. But like you're just like talking about nothing in circles. And I was like, oh, well, f- Fuck, Fuck me, too. I guess. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I guess I gotta go back to the drawing board and come up with some fucking material. And so um, I, I told my mom about this, and she was like, "So what are you gonna do to like deal with that?" You know, that was very nice of them to tell you that. And she's always like very positive. Like, yeah, doesn't matter. Like, I get in a car accident, she'd be like, "Well, get a new car in this situation." You know, she's super positive. She's like, "So what are you gonna do with this?" And I was like. I'm going to Vermont in the mountains, and I'm gonna eat some acid, and I'm gonna write a new Yo. set. And she's like, she like nervously laughed and was like, and I was like, no, like I'm really going to Vermont though, like I'm going snowboarding. And she was like, I never know when you're joking. And I was like, but like I'm going, <laughs> and I'm gonna write some new material in the mountains. She was like, all right, all right, cool. Like it's 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 the wildest shit. Like on the weekends, I literally I might just start bringing a microphone with me because I feel like like. We do this weird news, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like weird news, true crime, and comedy podcast. It's yeah. kind of that vein. And, um, you know, I realized, like, a lot of the funnier shit that I'm doing, I, I'm doing on the weekends when, when nothing's recorded. And I was just like, yeah. all right, let me remember this. That's a funny observation. Let's cover this, mm-hmm. cover that. And I might just keep a mic there. I might just keep a mic around because it's like. I just write everything down in my notes. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a long note from, like, years ago that I started with jokes. And just, like, anytime something 
like weird or interesting or something I may want to talk about yeah. again happens, like happens, I just like write it down because I know I'm going to forget. Like, just like type it down real fast. I think at one point because they tried to have your boy come here and do the stage, do the improv, and I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> look at me. I was like, all of this fucking just, hey, man, yes and, man. Act like you're in a box. It's like, what box? How big of a box? Improv is fun, but is like, it tape? I just like, oh, I, I can't not think outside of the box. So I feel like when I'm doing certain things, yeah. it's just like, Fucking out there, you know. Like, yeah. I, in the comedy group that I'm in, like we did, we'll do like improv and shit. Like every time I would get up on stage, it was just like, like just like out there. Just but like was just like I'm like pretty creative. Yeah, like sure. one of the I think one of the improv bits was like, it was like we were doing like an improv game, but it was like on stage and like we did like be a cop, and I went full blown like 50s police officer from like, <laughs> Chicago. Never been to Chicago, yeah. And it was like nice. kept fixing my belt, and it was just like yeah, see, like that's pretty good. I really enjoy like getting into that shit, but. Sometimes I feel like I just, like, get too far out there with it. Yeah, like, you know, the, the way that we kind of try to do things, we just have, like, at least a story that we're going to cover and some, like, version of a premise. Mm. And then we just, like, freestyle the rest of that shit. Sure, yeah. And that it, because it's been getting more attention recently, it's been more feedback. It's like, yo, that shit is fucking great. I'm like, oh, I thought it was terrible. I thought it right. was a terrible bit. Like, we were just talking about reality shows and mm-hmm. this thing called Podmasters, and it went nowhere. Right. And people were just thinking it was good. People just, yeah, people like people like that shit. It's like getting that getting that feedback. So what what feedback would you say kind of, like, gave you, like, okay, maybe I should focus in here outside of the experience you had in uh, up in New York, but, like, feedback maybe from someone who was like, yeah, I like that shit you did. So, like, <clears throat> I have this, like, social, like, disorder thing where I can't pick up on uh, nonverbal communication. Okay. And um, so I literally need someone to tell me if I'm doing good or bad, right? So when you first start and all your friends come to support you, all they're doing is telling you that you're doing good. Therefore, I could never gauge if I ever actually did bad. Got it. Because people were like, oh, that was great. And a lot of the times, people are just kind of just, like, pity, like, oh, that was, you did such a good job, because, like, you came out, and they're supporting you, until, like, people, like, actually start telling me, like, this is what you can work on, or that sucked, like, I had a a homie, like, (laughs) a homie and my, like, my roommate was like, dude, that fucking sucked, and I was like, dude, what, and he was like, don't talk about politics, and I was like, you got it, and then, like, after that, just, like, stopped talking about politics and like um, I appreciate honest yeah yeah, feedback like I'm not gonna get offended you know what I mean and if I do like tell me shut up you know what I mean like (laughs) I need that honest feedback because I can't read you the crowd I can't read that the only thing that I'm getting from the crowd that's letting me know I'm doing a good job is a laughter yeah I'm not getting that that makes me anxious so it's just like this whole like thing right so if I start bombing it's just like (laughs) <laughs> you guys having a good time or not? <laughs> like, so, like, what's the opposite? It's like, huh, there's a lot of tomatoes being thrown up here right now. <laughs> like, uh, well, like, is that a fruit salad? Lately, now, like, so this one, the one of the, I did comedy in like October of last year. Yeah, and was slowly like, I it was like my birthday weekend. I was literally after the show was getting in a car to go to Arkansas to go to a music festival. Yeah, I like wasn't my brain was not in the event. I was like trying to get out of Maryland and go. And, like, I dig it. Went to go do the show, and was at Brewer's Cask, and like doing the show, and the, I don't know if you've ever been in there, but yeah. like, imagine this space is the bar, right? You walk yeah. in, and along this wall, from that wall to this wall, is the bar. Okay, yeah, yeah. And on the other side of the wall, it's just like the chairs, mm-hmm. uh, the, the high top chairs and yeah. shit, and there's like a bar here, right? So this is the stage also. Oh, shit. It's here. So yeah. you come into the door, the stage is here. So there are like other comics that were on the show. And the lady that's sitting like so this is this is the stage, right? Lady yeah. sitting right here at the bar, like black lady just sitting right there. 
I'm like done my set. I got the light and I'm like looking at everyone to kind of you know read the crowd to do figure out if I'm gonna talk about something specific or just like do a little bit of crowd work before it's yeah. over. And this lady is just like fed up. <coughs> and for someone who can't read nonverbal mm-hmm. communication, I could clearly see that this lady didn't like anything I was talking about and hated my guts. So I engaged her in conversation because I never truly want to offend anyone. It's never mind. I mean, if I'm saying something that's fucked up, it's to bring awareness to the fact that this yeah. is fucked up, and you should probably do some, you know, you should probably look into it, right? A little satire or a reference. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, I'm only bringing this up not to be a dick about the situation, but to let you know that, like, this is an actual situation, right? Totally. And uh, this lady just, like, was not having it. And, like, was just, like, actually actively gone out of the way. And just, like, eating dessert, which was, like, kind of funny to me. It was, like, <laughs> who comes out to a comedy show and just sitting there eating dessert by yourself at a bar, sitting up front at, like, did you not know this was happening tonight? But, like, didn't get into it. But, like, we were, like, going back and forth. Eating tiramisu and shit. And, like, yeah, dude, like, dessert nachos. You ever been to Buffalo Wings? Yo, you know, fucking dessert nachos. That's nice. what it looked like. I was, like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, that's how like, dare you? That's like, low rent, by the way. But this lady, like, she was very, very upset, right? And we were, like, going back and forth, which was kind of getting some laughter. And then I talked to people afterwards, and they were, like, I, th- people genuinely, they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. They thought that she, we were related. Because you know black. Right, because we're both black. So they just assumed that we were related, yeah. and that the only reason why I engaged this lady is because I knew her and felt bad that I offended her. Right. So I got that feedback, and I was like, oh, shit, no. Like, I did know that lady, which made it funnier for people after that. <laughs> and then, like, as it's going on, I was like, lady, like, what the fuck? So I was trying to get her to genuinely tell me what I said or what I did to offend her. Then yeah. I was going to then apologize about it. And it was, like, funny, right? Yeah. But then she was just like... No, like, leave me alone, right? And then someone, like, some deep black voice, like, so again. Deep I, black. Yeah, I'm, like, at the stage looking. Yeah. At the front door, like, up against the wall, yeah. some deep black voice, I guess he knew her. It was, like, leave her alone, yo. And I didn't look over. I was just, all right, that's my set. I'm out. I was, like, my name is Melvin. I'm done. I was, like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to get beat up. Like Arkansas, this. here we come. Yeah, I was, like, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of Baltimore right now. But this lady, like, really just was not having it. I was talking a lot, a lot like, a lot of race stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd was, like, white liberal. So anytime yeah, I was making these jokes, yeah, they yeah. weren't really fucking with the jokes because they felt uncomfortable yeah. laughing at the jokes. Mm-hmm. And then the black people who didn't, if you didn't know me, you just assumed I was up there cooning. But if you know who I am, you get that I'm just, like, bringing, a, like, I'm just, like, pulling the fucking hat off shit that's actually happening. No, absolutely. People actually joke like this. People actually talk about this stuff. It's not my sense of humor. It's not how I'm joking. That- but these things are really happening. Like, I, I have a bit, I don't know if you saw it, but... Yeah. Um, this lady, she refers to black people as 42s, and that's because that's the number the black crayon is in the box. And I made that joke, mm-hmm. and no one like, no one laughed. I think the lady, like, that's where I lost the lady. She was like, I was like, look, I don't fucking say that shit. It's like, it's like, that reminds me of this this thing that's Patrice O'Neill big, and that's one of one of my favorite fucking comedians. Where he he says like, I know sassy black chick attitude or what have you, yeah, and it's right, like, like she's just giving him the stank eye of these. Like I'm a I'm a fat motherfucker. I know how to deal with your type, and I was like, this is great. Yeah, yeah. He's like, how about a code just like bite your cheek and give you a kiss? Yeah, some I, shit. towards the end of it, I was just like, I was like, damn. So I was like, is there any way you would ever come see me again? I'll take it a little bit more seriously. Like yeah. I'll you know I'll actually like you know do a better job if you want to come see me again. Like I feel bad that you had this experience, and she was like. No. And I was like, oh, okay. You want to, like, go on a date maybe? And, like, everyone started <laughs> laughing. And she's like, and that's when the guy was like, yo, leave her alone. And I was like, all right. So it's nice to see you all. Good night. See, see so back back to that thing, like, this this notion. Like, when you, when you do something that is considered or – you do something that's considered kind of like that's outside of our zone. That's outside of this, this black person's zone or what have you. As if there is a zone, by the way. And it might have some crossover appeal. 
then it's like, oh, you cooning. You're doing this. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. That, and it's weird. Like, for the better part of the duration of me being a podcaster, oh, that's what white people do. Yeah. By being down here, it's like, oh, and ain't too many brothers down there. It's like, because motherfuckers don't come to places. Niggas right, don't come out. Right, dude. Like, when I'm in certain areas, I'm literally the only black guy, which now, after trying to be more, like, aware and, like, more, like, conscious, it makes me a little anxious sometimes now. Or it's like, I used to have fun doing these things, and now I'm just like, damn, wish there was more niggas around. Like, <laughs> but, like, when there is more black people, I have way more fun, honestly. Like, when, when I went to Arkansas, I hung out with my black, one of my black friends, and yeah. we had a great fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, like, so, like, but, like, it, it sucks that, like, you can't, you know. I was just, like, raised a certain way, which, and then, like, went to certain schools and was introduced to certain people. Yeah. And that makes me the kind of, you know, you're not black enough, or, like, you're one of those white black guys. It's like, I'm black, just like everyone else, all right? I'm blackly black. Yeah, yeah right. All that. Suck it up. <laughs> Unofficially black, right? <laughs> I like it. I, I like everything you like. <laughs> Where's the chicken, brother? Right, yeah, exactly. Like, like, come on, like, Whoa. But your, your thing, your thing that's really, back to the, the thing you said earlier about, like, can you crack your dad, can you get your dad to laugh? Yeah. That was a thing I had with my father. I was right. just like, oh, ex-Marine, all of these different things. And, Retired police officer. And it was like this running bit where my friends was like, yo, I feel like your like, dad like like shades with, like, butter knives and shit, like, no lubricant. And I was like, mm, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And I remember I said some shit that was just out there. I don't remember what it was. And he was just like... All right, that's pretty funny. Not even a laugh. It was just the acknowledgement. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. We're good. I think it was like, so my mom doesn't do good with jokes or retelling jokes. Okay. And when I tell her a joke, for some reason, like, she doesn't understand the punchline. I think uh, it would be me and my delivery because she sometimes she never knows when I'm joking because of the mm-hmm. disorder I have. Um, I can't pick up on sarcasm, and people sometimes don't understand my sarcasm. Gotcha. So, like, when I'm straight up joking, like, at, with her, I'm either straight, deadpan, sarcastic, so it's just like, and she knows that it's a joke, so she can laugh, right? And then sometimes if I tell her a joke, which I don't ever really do, I never really tell straight jokes ever. Mm-hmm. I told her a joke, I walked her through it, and saw she I lost her to point, and I brought her back, and I was like... Here's the breadcrumbs. Right. Here's the punchline. And I was like, but I'm dumb, right? And then she's just like, what? And I was like... So then I had to like work through it, get her back to it, and she was like, oh! And then my dad, like... I told my dad a joke, and he laughed, and I was like... All right. Cool. Yes. Cool. Yes. You yes. get it. You get I was it. Like, you get it. And I was like, maybe it was just like a bad joke, and that's why that was funny. But like, yeah, he thought it was funny. So I I use like, and it's not bringing light or any of the wrong type of attention, but I, I use this same like kind of notion of, I kind of flat across, and and if I'm making a bit, someone knows I'm fucking doing a joke or whatever, or trying to say something that's funny. But when I'm doing something that's kind of like like maybe kind of mean or kind of dickish. People just don't know, so they just kind of apologize yeah. for whatever they, they think they did already. And I was like, yes, yes. I'm at a, like a th- eight-degree black belt and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Makes me very happy. Eight-degree black belt is so Um, Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, And just for, for your own edification, sir, this is, this is going well. Great. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. You got to say it out loud. I'd never know. <laughs> like, taking a shot of mine and be like, I hope we ha- he had a, as good of a time as I did. <laughs> Oh, it's just time. Wiping myself off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope he did. What would you say the funniest joke you ever heard is? Funniest joke I ever heard? Yeah, heard. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Or what do you? Or, or what are some of your favorite comedians in that kind of same vein? Because, you know, like, I like a certain group of people. I find, like, most of the guys I like are from Chicago. Yeah, okay. So, like, Kyle Kinane, fucking Matt Bronger, fucking Hannibal yeah. Burris, because apparently I look like him. Things like that. Hannibal Burris is actually one of the comedians that, like, influenced me. I, I'm going to go see a movie with my mom. It's called Neighbors. 
Zac Efron. You that's where I was introduced to Hannibal Burris for the first time. And this yeah. is like right after the whole fucking Bill Cosby shit popped off. And I seen this man. And I have a friend from high school whose dad, I swear to God, is fucking Hannibal Burris. <laughs> Talk slow, just like Hannibal. Like, hey, Melbourne, <laughs> tell your mom and dad I said hello. Yo. And I was like, I love this nigga. And every time I would see him, I was like, and so then I saw that movie Neighbors and the fucking cops like, man, I love fucking with you when you high. And I was like, <laughs> no way. And like, just was like obsessed with yeah. Hannibal Burris and was like watching all of his shit. And it became real for me because he was just like a regular dude who was just like working hard and hustling and doing open mics. Yeah. And like blew up because of that, what he's like, yeah. a point that he made. Yeah. And I was like, it made it more real versus like, comedians who were like doing tv and like doing shit and then like you know doing comedy like he was just like a he was i don't know he was, it was real it was more real more obtainable whereas like comedians now are like they just always been famous you when, never really see like them blow up on the trail of him like doing those sets like i saw him in dc when he was first talking about that shit so yeah no i didn't get introduced him to like neighbors came out way after he yeah. blew up so or when that situation blew up so when that when that situation was out there, like I'd seen him, well I'd I'd heard like his uh, he had a chunk about like going to New Orleans, and based off of how he described it, he and I are both Aquarius, I'm like all in it, right, right. and he had said some shit, and I was like, all right, now I go to New Orleans every year for my birthday, right. and I was like, oh, I can get drunk and just like fucking oh, yeah, throw myself away. Bit about New, yeah, yeah everyone's just drinking. And yes, just, his bit about when he was in like Canada or something, and like. The jaywalking shit. Yes, that shit like was great. Telling a story about jaywalking, it's just like his like whole everything about him is mm -hmm. like what's good about on stage. Whereas like I'm currently trying to figure out, I'm, I'm, am I gonna put more effort into what it is that I'm talking about? Am I gonna put more effort into like the level of energy I have or don't have on stage? And like before, it used to be like all over the place. I'd move, you know, I would literally. I would get on stage and move the mic stand out of my way because I'd just be moving all the fuck around here. all over the place, like, talking. But, like, lately, I just, like, super low energy and just, like, trying to figure out am I just kind of, like, stay in one place. I So I'm, like, it's going to start trying to sitting on the stool. I know that's, like, now you're supposed to it's do. like, unplugged. Think, yeah, just kind of <laughs> just, like, sit on the stool and talk now and be still uh. instead of, like, moving around. So I've been, like, focusing on, like, the level of energy. But, like, Hannibal is kind of just, like, a whole character on yeah. stage. Yeah. It's like I, I, I dig in it. It's like, you know, I, I try to use like, and, and maybe you can speak on this, like when I'm like in a bad spot and shit's just like not going well. Maybe I like had like some wild, depressing shit going on. And I would just like just be at the crib all solo dolo mm -hmm. and just put on like a like a, uh, I think I would like put together like a playlist of just different comedians that I like. And it's just like, I know all of their shit. Like, because I was just listening to the same thing on loop yeah. every day. Yeah. And have you ever run into like a situation where you've had some like personal shit that's going on, some trials, maybe tribulations, and you're like, all right, I need to listen to this person's album. I need to listen to fucking like live in Chicago. I need to listen to something that, and what would that album be? It's like mostly music, honestly. If I'm ever sad, I like, um, I'll put on sad music for some reason. I hate feeling sad. Sounds yeah. like an emo kid right there. Yeah, right, yeah. So if, I, if, some, if I'm going through some sad shit, and I, I'm, like, diagnosed with depression, so, like, with my depression, I learned that, like, it doesn't mean that I'm sad. It just means that I don't necessarily am feeling anything. Yeah. And that was, like, a long thing for me to learn. I just always thought being depressed was, like, oh, I'm sad. Like, but um, if I am sad, you know what I mean, I'll put some sad shit on. But if I am, like, going through something, I don't actually really listen to, like, other people's like comedy to like sure. get me through it um 
it's typically it typically like my go-to is music honestly i, I listen to like music i listen to hip-hop like two moods like weird experimental bass music and just straight yeah. ignorant hip-hop i mean ignorant the better yeah the more ignorant the road though. and i like what i really like is like mf doom like wu-tang i just got introduced to griselda Okay, you get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh-huh. like was listening to Griselda, and I was like, "This is fucking it!" <laughs> was like, wow, this is it. <laughs> I was like, "I will never be sad again." <laughs> I listen to that shit. I love it. What was, what was the fucking thing? Um, yeah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, I literally came and then it disappeared. Um, let's see. Uh, has there been a situation, and, and, and maybe you've already touched on it, but has there ever been a situation where you were, like, super embarrassed while performing? And what was that situation? That lady. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was she thinking fucked, so. Yeah, she fucked it up. I didn't, do count, I didn't do any shit for a while after her. I was like, what the fuck, lady? And, like, when I don't get closure, I can understand what it is that I fucked up on to yeah. not do it again. It really fucks with me, too. I'm just, like, constantly overthinking and shit like that. I was just, like, super embarrassed. Um... One time, there was this time when I first started, and I hadn't really bombed until that moment. Yeah. And um, it was, like, a big show. Like, he only picked the top of the top to do this show because it was, like, Memorial Day or, like, I don't know. And I was, like, newer. Yeah. So it was, like, kind of a big deal that he allowed me to do it. And he was, like, you know, bring your A game. He was, like, he was like do that one bit that you do. He was, like, kill it. Yeah. And he had his Memorial Day show. I killed it. I think it was, like, the Labor Day show, and it was the same deal. He was, like, you got to fucking, like, there's a lot of people here. You got to fucking kill it. And the guy before, like, I had a solid set and to yep. kill before. guy before me fucking crushed it. Oh, and I had to, like, follow up. Fuck. And it just, like, wasn't, it just wasn't, it just didn't stick. It just yeah. wasn't working. And I was, like, kind of, like, embarrassed. Like, when I get anxious or embarrassed, the back of my neck gets real hot. Yeah. And I can, like, feel it. And I was, like, I was, like, yeah, you're not. I was, like, figure something out, bro. Get the fuck off the stage because you're not doing yeah. it right now. And, like, just, like, power through it. And I think a lot of people were, like, admired the fact that, like, I kind of dealt with that shit and didn't bitch about it because, you know, what can you do? But the guy got up and, like, I, that's the thing. This motherfucker, <laughs> I think his name, I think he works for 98 Rock. So this guy's a professional, like, just, like, talker. Like, Is, white dude? Yeah, I think, like, Mickey? Schlegel. I fucking, oh. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Yo. Passion, dude. <laughs> So you got to answer that I want it. Like, who do you fuck? Who do you not fuck with? I do not this fuck guy. with him, yo. Like, I hate that man. Comedian smoke. I don't. I don't even think he knows who I am, or he doesn't even know I exist. But this man at one of these shows. I'm going to add him on this one. Was, like, doing, <laughs> at him, was, like, doing bits and stuff. And so he got to do, like, a full, like, two-hour set. And he was just, like, talking about his life. And just, like, talking about shit. It's, like, misogynistic. It's just, like, what the fuck? I'm, we're sitting here, and I'm just, like. None of this is jokes. It's just him. It's like a fucking therapy session for him. Yeah. He's getting all this shit off his chest. Some of the stuff was kind of funny. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Some of the shit was funny. But for two hours, most of the shit you're talking about was not... Like brevity, sir. Funny, brevity. yeah. It was like, come on, figure it out. And then went on a bit about... Uh, I can't remember who this comedian was. Uh, he's like around the time of like Richard Pryor. Like, okay. Uh, he just got accused of like dating someone, another comedian's son or something. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, uh, Paul Mooney? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Paul yeah. Paul Mooney. Mickey met Paul Mooney or some shit like yeah. that and is telling a story about meeting Paul Mooney yeah. and which in the story Paul Mooney refers to Mickey and says the n-word and Mickey thought it would be okay <sighs> on stage to tell us this in the joke in the like story that's like white people sneak this and it was like saying it in Paul Mooney's voice and I would like actively get up and be like yo you can't do that and he'd be like and keep going back to it and no one was like having my back and I was like he can't do this 
the fuck is this guy doing? Y'all ain't getting my black card revoked. I, he, Motherfucker. You can't say that. <laughs> You're like, let the record show. Right, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. I hate that shit. I was like, come on, bro. I mean, I, I have I, some respect. I don't like that shit where it's like certain people who have just all of the bandwidth, all of the rope to just do their goofy shit because they may have maybe a larger audience that could get whatever the platform they're using a little bit more attention. Because it's like, I'm kind of aware of that guy, too, and I I won't go see him. I, yeah, I refuse. Yeah, no, it's awful, dude. I mean, so I think the guy that was doing his stuff, I think J- Justin Schlegel, I think it's, I don't want to say the wrong name, but I'm pretty sure he worked at 98 Rock at the time, and yeah. he's fucking hilarious. He, like, so he didn't get on stage. Yeah. He comes through the back of the crowd, starts staring people in their faces, and just does this bit at, like, he's, like, uh... The dude from Full Metal Jacket. Nice, nice. The first, like, 10 minutes of Full Metal yeah. Jacket just does this bit, pulling this thing up, getting people's face. You motherfucker, blah, 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 Fucking Arlie Emery. Dude, yeah, yeah like, yeah. just straight military style. Gunny. Oh, I swear to God, this ugly motherfucker. And just, like, did that. Never got on stage. And was like, all right, now I want y'all to start clapping. Walks out. And it comes back. <laughs> no, just leaves. And that was it. And people were just like, is he coming back? <laughs> like, Yo. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was gold. That was it right there. That's it. And they're like, you're next. And I was like, uh. <laughs> What's that? I'm Melvin. I was like, <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. I thought it was funny. <laughs> just like, what is, yeah, does the whole fucking. That was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, trying to yeah. go up behind someone who crushed it like, and not being prepared for that. We we had this thing, um, like, a couple uh, multiple podcast festivals ago and shit. It was, I think it was the first one that we did. And we went on and then some like, guys went on that we had never met before. And then they turned out to be cool and we were like, we fucks with them now. So after the two of us go up and we were kind of for something that was like one of these made up things, we were the headliners of this shit, but it was just organized really weirdly. To the point, after we wrapped up, it was another show that went on, the entire audience left with us, and I was just oh, like, shit, yeah. that had to be fucking mortifying for yeah, them. Yeah, just everyone just like dips. Like, and, they're, and they're talking like, how to be healthier, and it's like, fuck this. <laughs> Don't eat burgers, it's this like, fuck you guys. God damn, it's America. This is a bar, damn <laughs> I it. I wanna eat burgers. <laughs> I'm eating dessert nachos. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, well, people are screaming comedy at me. <laughs> this is freedom. Um, so, let's see. Um, What's, what's something that you, you, you touched on, like, do saying some misogynistic and kind of uh, just other whack bullshit? What's, what are certain topics that you're, you're just like, these are off limits for me? and Bro, like, I'm glad you asked that. That's a really good question because I feel like no one ever talks about yeah. shit that they don't want to hear about or don't do. We're in cancel culture Dude, right I now. I think, yeah, I think, like, joking about rape is not okay. Like, saying the word or, like, inferring it or joking about it or tiptoeing around it is just not cool. Like, yeah. A lot of, that happens to a lot of people, yeah. with male and female, and Absolutely. people just aren't comfortable talking about it. So even your own friend, you can be up there talking about it, and your own friend, like your significant other, could have, and she just had never told you, and like you just made shit weird now, and you had no idea. Like just that is just not. And I learned this lesson like in high school. Like my neighbor, we had like co-ed dorms at Stevenson, and she like had a situation, and like I just like casually said the word, joking, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Nah, you can't." She was like. You, Please don't do that. Like, and explained everything to me, and I was like, never again. So yep. I just like can't. Also, um, with where I work, I work with young adults with autism on the, um, and it's like a, a day program for like nine to three, and um, they have autism. So when I did, like, study, you know, did all the shit to like learn everything about it, 
found out that like at one point the term mental retardation was like a scientific way to like diagnose yeah. what they thought autism was and so then from there you know you get the word you know, retarded people saying I can't I hate it when people say it's not a crisp term yeah, yeah. it's not I hate it um, when people joke about it or even even now instead of saying like the R word people will straight up say like blah 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 blah, blah is acting autistic and it's like okay like that is just yeah Come on now. Like, the, I think the, cool. I think the main thing that kind of makes the the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Like, I think most things, if done well, and work was actually done, not someone just saying some shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a funny observation. Right. I think if you've done work, you have a lot more work to do to try to get that over. Sure. But, yeah. and if I think twice as smart than you are funny to make something boom. ignorant stick. But I I think. Like looking at, we're not far removed from, especially like in, in comedy, because I feel like there's some degree of like extra attention. I'm not going to say an attack because I don't do it professionally or anything along those lines, but there's extra attention around it, and it's harder for some people to like reconcile with their past. So like when Eddie Murphy with when Eddie Murphy was throwing around <laughs> faggot like left and right and shit, yeah. it's like, yo, how are we going to look at your old shit? Because when you have this new special, we're going to have to reference the old shit. Right. So how right. do we do that? And he like that, apologized for all. No, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, we don't we don't really believe in that either. Like we don't believe in apologies. It's like you set that shit. So let's right. go back into it. That's the one thing that always it's like it's hard to make a bit out of that that's the one thing we were really fucked yeah, up I'm about i'm not a fan of that word either for people, a long time people say that and i just like get real cringe like the other shit is like our word like i get it it's like you know it's, it'll be a little bit of time for everyone is aware yeah. that that's just not an appropriate thing to say yeah um also the other like both our words for real yeah. that i mentioned but you said rob right no <laughs> but no like when people say that should be a podcast of, yo yo let's do it <laughs> we're done down, leaving <laughs> but yeah when people say the f word it's like stopping your tracks like correct that motherfucker like come on bro it's 2020 like come on you when, know, like, when, when words sound harder it bothers me it's just like all right you were smooth with that one but why you had to put the got at the end of it right, now it's kind of like man i had to like turn someone's comedy off because it was so good um Who's the dude from Undercover Brother? Eddie, Gr- Eddie Griffin? I had to turn his recent one off. It was just yeah. too, it was too, too much. Yeah. I was like, dang, I must be a bitch or something, but I can't. I can't. Just ain't funny. <laughs> I, enjoy, turn it off. I enjoy like beta male comedy. It's just like, yo, I'm not like, if I see an alpha comedian, it's just like, yo, I'm banging weights and knocking broads. It's like, go fuck yourself. I mean, like, if, the, if what you're saying is funny, like, and if I can relate to it or like whatever, that's cool and all, yeah. but like, if it's just straight, like, just saying some straight ignorant shit. Without some facts, like I feel like the person who's killing the game with his ignorance yeah, shit. Yeah, spin it. Yeah, facts is um, who's it? Who's that fucking guy? Uh, Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Says a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. And then like has either facts to back up why he's saying it, or like get you to understand where he's coming from, and then you're just like, oh, okay. Totally. Fair enough, you know. Um, but yeah, some of the shit he says is just like straight ignorant. And then like I think Dave Chappelle's most recent thing, he was like. Making fun of, it was a, he said something about the gay community, the transphobic community, the alphabet group, and all of that stuff. Well, he was. They said what he was saying was transphobic and all of that. Yeah. And and then it's like, like if I don't know, like some some of the shit because I was like watching it with yeah. like my gay friend, and I was like, I want like, I just didn't genuinely find some of the shit funny, yeah, and right. it was like I didn't want to laugh to not offend them because I think they were even like laughing themselves. Yeah. But like I was just like, I wonder how this kind of shit makes people. Like, feel genuinely, you know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. are gay, like, how are you supposed to take some of that shit? But the trans stuff is, like, it's just, it's, 
it's fucked up, but it's like I'm sorry, but like it's kind of funny. Like I'm no, that, sorry, that I'm sorry to laugh, but like that shit's kind of funny. That shit's kind of funny because it's not about the the individuals; it's about the the, the spirit around it. It's like yeah. Eh. Hmm. I don't think it's a, we're like, uncomfortable with this, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's like in, genuinely trying to. I think now more so he's like he sees how much backlash mm-hmm. he's getting from the community, so he was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll slap back or whatever. So yeah. he was like, you know, I am the out of the two <laughs> between Dave Chappelle and an entire community of people. Yeah. I think Dave Chappelle may be funnier out of this check of people. So like, but um, yeah, I mean, some shit like I kind of feel bad laughing at, but some shit's just funny. Like I. What do you what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> like yeah, like it, I think it's it's a lot of people, and we're getting ready to wrap up here. I think it's a lot of people, and I, I just remember this one piece from Patrice O'Neill, and he was like, he went on Fox News, and he had like it was a like woman that was on there, was just like, you don't understand comedy, and it was the optics of she's a small blonde white woman, and he's like a little bit bigger than me, he's like a six five, three hundred fifty yeah, pound yeah. black dude. Away, right? Yeah, yeah, um, like almost ten years ago, and. He's like, oh, you want me to act out like I'm some big gorilla nigga. He was just going down this whole vein. He's just like, no, I'm here for funny. You don't know funny, but you're trying to legislate to comedians what they should talk about and what they shouldn't. And creatively speaking, that's the thing that kind of caught my attention. I was like, huh, this has just been going on for a long time, this idea of this is what your bit is, and this is the box of funny. Anything outside of this box? No, mm-mm, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I think like the racial stuff kind of gets becomes a part of it, like, Oh, you're a black comedian, so you can only talk about these areas. Oh, you're a Mexican comedian, you can only talk about these areas. And like, listen to some of the stuff from like Gabriel Iglesias or what have you. And he was like, I'm a comedian first. He's like Mexican second. You know, I'm not like a Mexican comedian. I'm a com- I'm a comedian that's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there is a distinction. Right. And yeah, it's, sure. it's it's really interesting to kind of hear like a comedian's point of view when it comes to being funny because it's something to listen yeah, to yeah absolutely so upcoming stuff what do you got going on so i'm currently in the processing stages of i wrote filmed and directed my own tv show good shit currently in the processing stages of getting that edited so that we can like start emailing people to see if we can get it on some sort of network or something like do that do you need a bouncer a bouncer yeah i need everything dude <laughs> i need so much help um but yeah so once that's done um well, i'm gonna be you know, fully trying to promote that and seeing what I can do with that if I have to send it to, like, I don't know, we're working on that. Um, the <clears throat> comedy group that I'm a part of is called Cafe Negro Comedy. It's on Instagram yep. and uh, Facebook. You check it out. It's me and three other guys. There's, like, rap, improv, sketches, and comedy, storytelling going on. Uh, we just had it. That was the show that was in New York yep. that we had. We're going to have another one in New York again. We have a couple shows coming up. Um in Baltimore, I think in April. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna get all of us trying to get all of us together, and I'm trying to like organize like podcasts so that when we're all together, because we all live different places. One lives in, one bounces back between D.C. and New York. One lives in Philly. One lives in Asheville, okay. North Carolina. Yeah. So when we're all together, it's we try to make the most of it. I think we're actually uh, doing the depot across the street. Good shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's one of the shows. So then I'll I'll pull up. Yeah, dude, and, for sure. And I, and I may say like, good work. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give you the Great thumbs up. Job. <laughs> hey, that sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, that um, I just had some merch okay. drop. I had a t shirt that a friend of mine designed the logo on the back. And it was super the day. I like the stickers on a the lot. front. Yeah. yeah, you like the stickers? Yeah. yeah. Put some stickers up. Um, I like the different places I like to go to. I think I went to the Crown. Yeah. Threw some stickers up. And then. Some ages I'm going at the Crown. I'm too old for the Crown now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm washed. It's done. The Crown is lit. Um, I felt like too old when I got in a house and like I went out one time and it was like I was like I don't belong here anymore. <laughs> but I met this dude from New York. He's like 28, and I was like, bro, 
there's other shit that happens in this city that's like way better than this. And yeah, he was yeah. like, hit me up, bro. And I was like, I will, because you need to not be doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny, though. He was a cool guy. His name was George. Shout yeah. out, George. But yeah, you said you wanted to ask me about the water. Yeah, water. What's the deal with the water? The water drinking videos. Yeah, put right? it up. Yeah. Okay, so I was like watching um, like just videos scrolling on Facebook and watched this video about this guy doing this interview about competitive water drinking videos. Uh-huh. So what the fuck is that? Yeah. Right? So this one guy, and every guy who makes an account, their account on YouTube is so-and-so drinks water is yeah. the name of the account. And they're like super encouraging of each other. They message each other, message each other <clears throat> excuse me, message each other. I think the one guy has like 3,200 yeah. water drinking videos. And I didn't realize that it was competitive. I just thought guys were just like drinking water. And I'm into that weird yeah, yeah. shit. Uh-huh. Go to the corner of the internet to find something strange that may not necessarily be inappropriate, but it's just weird, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. One guy got so, like, weirded out, his, like, family and coworkers found out that he was doing it, and he deleted all of his videos and just, like, disappeared off Facebook. I've been outed. It's, like, it's just, like, weird community of dudes that just, like, do this shit, and I was like, this is so cool. And I hate drinking water. I love juice and tea. Like, yeah. I would, like, if I'm dating a girl, like, after about like a month of us dating, she's like, I got you tea. Like, that's what, like, yeah, I love baby. tea. Yeah, she's like, oh, like, I got you tea. I knew you were coming over. I was like, yes. So Is this unflavored like, smack? Yeah, right. <laughs> Is this not Arizona? God damn it. Um, <laughs> 99 so cent, baby. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to start drinking water. I used to make a lot of videos on like Snapchat. I kind of use Instagram more now, but I used yeah. to make like a lot of like videos. Like when, when Vine was happening, yeah. I would make videos and like, but instead of like posting it to Vine, hoping that it would go viral, I had more followers on Snapchat. So I was just essentially just like making these like Vine style videos on yeah. Snapchat and people were like watching them and like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And I stopped and then I was like, you know what? I haven't really done that. And with the, you know, seasonal depression and all that bullshit, like really not doing anything creative. I was like, in order to create more content, I'll do these water drinking videos. And so I just started like drinking water one day and just recorded myself and I've actively been drinking way more water because of the videos Uh and it gives me something to look forward to and so now I've just been like healthier and more motivated this is really weird how drinking water has saved my life so like (laughs) I when I rewatched the video I noticed that these guys are doing it competitively and so every time they have a video so and so drinks water video number whatever or this is drink number whatever and yeah. like when you get to a certain level you get a milestone of videos people are just like oh good for you right yeah and so i haven't been counting but i have a decent amount for just starting this year i mean i've seen a lot of them <laughs> right yeah like i post a lot of like water drinking, and i'll even go days without doing it as to not like spam people but now yeah. i've been like putting music so on instagram you can just like type water and every song ever that was ever created with water in the lyrics pops up so just like every day just don't go chasing waterfalls yeah, play. right dude yeah so like i'm eventually going to <clears throat> i think maybe once i hit like 50 yeah i'll take all of those videos and make and like put it on YouTube to try and like get myself into that community. Okay. And make like a Melvin drinks water thing to see if it gets anything. But it, right now it's just my Instagram followers just see it. And people will send me videos of them drinking yeah. water, which I think is good. I mean, honestly, like it's just a fun. Yeah. Like people are staying hydrated. I'm staying hydrated. It honestly really gives me something to look forward to. If totally. I'm like feeling like down, I'm like well, just drink a glass of water and record it. Like. I don't know. It, I, I, it's like it's helpful, and I really do suggest it to like people when they're just like, oh, "I'm depressed." I'm like, "You should drink more water." <laughs> I think I'm gonna do something similar, but with whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna do whiskey. It's just like, do Rob's it, yeah. drinking it again. Rob's like, drinking whiskey. Shot number six. <laughs> like, I mean, let's yeah, get brother. it. It's like hootie hoo. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. I want to thank you for pulling up. Um, 
until next time for uh, Melvin Penn. Mm-hmm. This is Rob Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> saying the day. Yeah. Saying that there's, uh, you know, art everywhere. You should go look for it. Mm-hmm.